on today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand, I got a chance to chat with a great fashion company and a great CEO at a fashion company, Ruben Gladstone at Ruben Oliver. Super interesting story. He went down to Peru to, you know, find the best fabric possible for knits. In the meantime, he found an incredible fashion designer and it's just an incredible brand that he is building over there. And we talked, you know, what's working right now, especially in the higher end space. I don't want to give too much away because I thought it was a really great conversation and I think you guys are going to get a lot out of this one. Today's episode of Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand is brought to you by Mindful Marketing. At Mindful Marketing, they use ads to get you off using ads. Most e-commerce brands rely heavily on Facebook, Google, Snapchat, Twitter, and all the other paid platforms for the majority of their revenue. At Mindful Marketing, they use paid ads to help you build a community of loyal and repeat customers that will exist long after Facebook and Google do. In fact, Mindful Marketing wants to offer you a free e-commerce growth plan that they normally charge $500 for. A recent growth plan customer said, Our ROAS tripled overnight after implementing their tactics. These guys are no joke at Mindful Marketing Co. So go to mindfulmarketing.co slash grow to claim your free e-commerce growth plan today. Now on to today's episode. Hey guys, Jordan West here uh, from Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. I am super, super excited about this episode. Today I have Ruben Gladstone from Ruben Oliver here. Ruben, welcome to Secrets to Scaling Your E-Commerce Brand. Thank you. Happy to be here. This is actually my first podcast, so it's an honor to be doing it with you. Oh, absolutely. People, you can give some feedback for Ruben after this, okay? But only positive feedback. (laughs) (laughs) I'll accept negative too. There's no biggie. (laughs) So tell us, uh, for people who don't know you, um, tell us a little bit about who you are and what you do. So my name's Ruben Gladstone. I was born in Boca Raton, Florida. I grew up in Israel in the Middle East. Oh, cool. I actually did the army there and kind of was always into fashion and the intersect between social impact and fashion. Actually, before Ruben Oliver, I started like a mini clothing brand in Israel where we tried to get Palestinians and Israelis to collaborate for artwork. Oh, in, in hopes to get closer to peace or generate that conversation. But yeah, then I started Ruben Oliver. I started, actually went to a school in Italy called Marangonia Design School and just kind of evolved into this interest into fashion. And from there, kind of got to, connected to someone from Parsons, a design school in New York. And yeah, graduated from there and basically started this journey much like other clothing brands of searching for the best fabrics and best fibers from around the world in hopes to use them for my clothing brand. Should I jump into Ruben Oliver stuff or should I? Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, please, please. I'd love to hear about that. Yeah, so Ruben Oliver, like I was saying before, like started from this goal of creating clothing from the highest end fabrics the world has to offer. So I traveled to Morocco, I traveled to India, I went to Sri Lanka, I went to a bunch of places around South America. Like I was saying, a lot of clothing brands do. To look for the best manufacturing, to look for the best fibers. And we want to focus on knitwear. We had this goal in mind to create really high-end knitwear from all natural fibers. And Peru just kept on coming up in the conversation. 
And a good family friend of mine, his name is Andrew Rosen. He's actually the owner of Theory. And uh, he told me I should go to Peru. He said that's the like epicenter of knitwear. That's where mm. everyone's the history there. That's where everyone's all the clothing brands are manufacturing there. So I went there and just was astonished by how little I knew about the country. So it kind of it started like very much fibers and fabrics first and manufacturing. And then I ended up meeting this designer. Her name is Vanya Tafur. She's Peruvian. And she basically opened up my world to so much more than that. And it just didn't feel right taking the fibers and fabrics for my own concept after that exchange. I just, it felt the most natural to kind of tell this story of the country through her lens and everyone else I was connecting with. So since then, it's been about a year and a half now that we started Ruben Oliver in Peru. And since then, it's basically been our goal to make the brand about establishing a connection to the source itself. So where is your target demographic? Are they in the States are they, or are they in South America? So my target demographic is in the States, but most clothing brands, they don't really pay homage to the countries in which they're manufacturing. And what I mean by that is I worked for a bunch of different clothing brands and not to drop names. I worked for one and they would literally take these symbols of the culture and just kind of use them for their own, their own creations, their own designs. And I, to me, that didn't really sit right. Mm -hmm. Like I didn't really, I wanted to learn more about the core of where these are coming from. So when we started Ruben Oliver, um, we really like thought about how we're going to deliver this concept to an American market and establishing that connection to Americans to the country itself. And we're doing that by collaborating with different artists, different artisans, different craftsmen and women. And we're introducing it into silhouettes and styles that they're already familiar with in New York, like street style that they're already familiar with, but introducing the concepts through their lenses into this clothing. Gotcha. Gotcha. Super interesting though. Like I I think about cultural appropriation, right? Like what exactly is that line of we're going to, cause I love like what, what you said about like paying homage to that culture and that place that you're producing in and you're designing it. What is that line exactly? Because there are, I mean, there's so much cultural appropriation in fashion, especially in big fashion. Yeah. So that's something that I really pay close attention to because we're not trying to take the culture and make money off of it. Our idea is we want to collaborate with artists from Peru who Americans and the world in general wouldn't normally hear of and give them our platform and teach people about all these really cool, amazing things that are coming out of this new culture and incorporating that into our clothing. And when you talk about cultural appropriation, like I mentioned the brand that I was working with previously, like they directly took different tribal symbols and different aspects of the culture that are ingrained in their history, and they tried to use it for capital gain. Gotcha. And we're trying to really establish connections versus taking and then using, you know? Yeah, 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 yeah. I totally understand. Let's talk marketing, Ruben. So you've got a, a pretty high-end product. How does that translate and what is working right now for marketing for you? It's a tough topic to talk about because marketing these days, have cost per click on Facebook has been more expensive than ever. So we're really trying to put our media first and capture really high-end media through, like I was saying, creatives in Peru. We work with the top photographers, the top videographers, 
and models in Peru. And we're trying to tell this story in a really high-end way. And obviously we're using Facebook Business Manager and we're, we're doing a lot of paid ads, but we're really focusing on the media itself. Gotcha. Like, like focusing on like the creative itself. Is that, is that what you're talking about? Exactly. Yes. 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 So, so what sorts of things are you doing that are working? And then, you know, contrarily, what is not working? Yeah. I think what's worked best for us is really explaining about our journey and trying to really like be as honest as possible about what's going on and not just like bombarding them with like different ads that don't really speak to the culture of our brand and our core values. So I think when we are launching different ads, we're really thinking about how we want to be perceived as a brand. So when we're producing media that is way more geared to our story, those ads are way more successful versus when we're just kind of like showcasing the product and like kind of making them regular ads that kind of blends into what everyone else is doing. And those ads totally. are less of- Totally. I, we've definitely found that, especially selling higher end products, that that is what is working, right? Like the brand story, people understanding the brand, why they're spending more money and why they should be spending more money on a product like this versus buying something from H&M or, or whatever that is. Yeah, it's definitely, there's definitely a balance. If you could go back to when you first started, would you change anything? No, because I don't like to think like that. I feel like everything happened the way it was supposed to happen. I mean, obviously there are mistakes I made along the way, but I feel like those were learning experiences and kind of taught me what I know now. So I don't necessarily have the mindset of liking to take things back that happened in the past, but definitely made a ton of mistakes along the way. Yeah, but I don't regret anything. I don't think I regret anything. That's great. I got to ask you the question I ask everybody who comes on this podcast, what is your secret to scaling? That's actually a question I think about a lot. I think having a clear cut vision of what you want to create. If you're a creator, if you're making a product, if you believe in something that doesn't exist, that's not out there, really trusting yourself, having a clear vision of how you're going to do it and a business plan, and then being able to wear a lot of hats. I think when I got into this business and it goes back to like things I regret, I paid for a lot of outsourced services, a lot of designers, a lot of people. And I realized very quickly that I can learn those things through YouTube videos. And it's just things you learn through making mistakes. So I would say three things, wearing a lot of hats if you're a business owner and learning those skills, having a clear cut vision and really trusting yourself. If you have a vision and you know your product is different than what's out there, like trusting that vision. Yeah, absolutely. That's that's great. Before I move on to our lightning round here, I just want to ask you one more question. What is next for Ruben Oliver? Where do you guys go from here? What does the, the next five years look like? So that's an interesting question. I think more than a clothing brand, we want to be a lifestyle brand. And we have all these really interesting initiatives we want to launch in the future. We're starting up events with up and coming artists in Peru, where we're going to do events at different locations around Peru, very scenic. And like I said, it's a way to connect people in America to up and coming artists in Peru. I think that would be really cool. But beyond that, I think we hit a niche here of collaborating with artists in Peru. So finding really cool up and coming artists in different fields from watercolor artists to embroidery artists to fine painting artists and being able to collaborate with them on different collections, I think would be really cool in the future. Cool, cool, that's great. All right, I got three more questions for you here. 
Hopefully you are hit ready. Me, hit me. <laughs> All right. So first question, uh, what is your favorite tool or app that you're using right now? I love Canva. Have you heard of Canva? Of course. Of course. Oh yeah. Canva's yeah. Uh, amazing, especially for like amateur designers, just like absolutely game changing. Uh, yeah. There's so much I do with Canva. I make Instagram posts, stories. I make flyers for our events. I do videos on there. So it's just been a really easy platform and tool to use for design when you don't necessarily have all the skills or time to do those things. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, favorite podcast or audiobook that you're listening to right now? I'm listening to How to Win Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie. Yeah, it's what a, a classic. It's a classic. And I've read it before, but it's as a business owner now, it's more relevant than ever. And I just, I'm working with a lot of people and I have some people working for me. And I really, I abide by the mindset of motivating people through positivity and just not kind of like, I don't know, a lot of different managers and bosses handle things in different ways, but you catch a lot more flies with honey. So I've, I've just always had that mindset and listening to him really speak. There's so many different ways to do it, but he's just a, he's a legend, Dale Carnegie and really absolutely. recommend anyone that hasn't listened. Yeah, absolutely. Last question for you. If you could sit down with anybody uh, who's alive right now, you get an hour with them, any drink of your choice, who would it be? Well, it'd be a Pisco Sour, first and foremost. What is a Pisco Sour? Yeah, that's the Peruvian cocktail that everyone drinks there. It's phenomenal. You must try it. Okay, Um, okay, nice. But I really, I think Phil Knight, the founder of Nike, I really just, he's such an inspiration to me and he's taken the company to so many different lengths. And I, I would just love to pick his brain about a few things related to my company and growth strategies, but he's definitely someone I would love to get a drink with. Oh, that'd be a great one. I'm actually, I'm listening to Shoe Dog right now and just like, oh my gosh, it's just, it's so great to see even like back in the sixties, what he was doing, uh, you know, with importing shoes and all of that kind of stuff. Like, it's just so interesting that like business hasn't really changed. You know, like you're dealing with the exact same issues, right? You're dealing with staffing, you're dealing with cash flow, always cash flow, right? That's what it, it always comes down to is cash flow, no matter how much you sell, right? And that's always his issue at the beginning, right? Is is whether the bankers are even going to give him money to continue to expand. The guy yes. is so resilient. He doesn't say no. So having that <laughs> mentality is really mind blowing. Yeah. Yeah. It's incredible. Actually, uh, looking him up, he is one of the richest people in the world. I didn't yes. even realize that. I never realized that he was like almost, I mean, he's, he's in that almost Bezos level. So Tony, man, Pacific Northwest just <laughs> it, it breeds interesting people. So <laughs> I'm um, not wrong. You're not wrong. Yeah. Ruben, thanks so much for coming on. Where can people find out more about you and more about your brand? So you can find us at www.rubenoliver.com or you can follow us on Instagram at rubenoliverco. And uh, yeah, look forward to, we have a new summer collection coming out. Look forward to sharing that with the world and just establishing a lot more connections with Peru. And hopefully one day I can get on the podcast again. I love this. It was a great experience. Awesome. Well, thanks so much for coming on. I really appreciate it. Thank you so much. Hey guys, we hope you really enjoyed today's episode. Can we ask you a favor? Hit subscribe so that you never miss an episode and share this with your e-commerce store owner friends. We also love reviews. So if you could leave us one on Apple Podcasts, that would mean so much to us. Just a reminder from the beginning of the episode, our team at Mindful Marketing is rapidly growing. 
and we have room for one new brand a month that's looking to grow. Now, before you apply, please note that we're only looking for businesses that are ready to scale and have the capacity and the inventory for a large influx of orders. This opportunity is only available to brands that have had at least one year of sales history and are ready for explosive growth. If this sounds like you, go to mindfulmarketing.co slash apply and start the process today. I hope you guys have a great week.